Jono, Ben and Sharon. Welcome along to the show. Friday afternoon. Always exciting to be in at work on a Friday. Yeah, it is. Well, we had a uh, shared lunch today at work, didn't we? We are all sitting around eating celery sticks and hummus. Apart from <laughs> us, who couldn't cook anything, so we just bought a bucket of KFC chicken. Yeah, so, <laughs> someone had gone a very well-thought-out healthy option. Hummus. Yeah. Celery sticks and hummus. Okay. It was good. And we just came in with a bucket of gri- <laughs> a bucket of tasty chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was tasty chicken. Coming up on the show the today. Season, the seasoning on the, on the chips. Okay, she stop said, trying to make it up to KFC, okay? <laughs> you, you, you called them greasy, and now you're feeling bad about it, and you're trying to backtrack, okay? KFC interest is over now. You don't stop being such a sucker. I, I, listen, I just got so used to having so many obligations to the colonel that I hey, don't... I'd love to work with them again. <laughs> for goodness sake. Okay, coming up on the show, we've got your chance. I'm going to name my next child KFC. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to move oh into God. a KFC. I want to live in a drive-thru. We've got your chance to win $30,000, all thanks to our mates at Helen Stone Brothers, who Jono also loves. And uh, Jono is going to test his theory today by jumping out of a plane. Did he survive? Did the cash drop work? I'll tell you what I felt like after doing that. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The you, you want to bring this pointless argument, Ben. It's our 3pm pointless argument. We do sometimes when we have a pointless argument. Something you saw on breakfast TV. Yeah, I did, and I didn't yeah. get to see the result of it. So I thought, well, let's find out a result today. Oh, no. Um, so the, the, if you're flying on a plane, mm. is it okay to take your shoes off? No. Put them on. Put you, them on. So what happens if you're flying on, like, a 24-hour, like, plane? Like, you're flying for 12 hours, say, Well, it's better to, to keep them on anyway, because if you then your feet don't swell as much. No, I did that once. Shocking results. Well, you <laughs> took them sh- off. No, left my shoes on the whole time. I always And then when my I took my on. shoes off the other end... Not good? Not pretty. They look like swollen salamis. Th- and it take about three days to... De- it feels like there's a lot of liquid and puffiness there. Well, the thing that I don't I feel like... feel like someone you, know, you have a documentary on that has to be craned out of their house. You know those ones you see on TV <laughs> yeah, too? Another one. Yeah, another Real yeah. puffy. Yeah, yeah. That's what my feet look like. Yeah, right. Well, I just feel like it's because people wear socks, right? And then because guys have terrible aim... They then wear their socks into the toilet and they stand in the wee puddles that guys leave mm. there, which then means that you get wet wee socks and then you're going to traipse that all the way back down the plane so then everyone else has to walk over wet wee socks as well. Oh, the phones are already going on already this going, Already yeah. going, yeah. Tony, you want to chime into the pointless argument already, mate. What do you want to say? And I think he speaks for all of us. Yeah, yeah. when he well says said. that, yeah. Tony, beautiful Tony. touching words. He's got away with words, <laughs> there, Tony. You, know, you haven't put Tony's phone fader up. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tony. Here we are mocking now Tony. He's hung up. He hasn't even turned his phone on. Hopefully, Kev has Great more radio touch- there. Uh. More Kev, you want to chime into this one early? What do you want to say? Again, more touching yeah, words. Oh no, hang on, Tony's rung back. Tony, Tony, we've turned. We've turned the phone on this time. What are your oh, yeah. thoughts about it? Sorry about that. John, I didn't turn you on before. That's okay. Story um, was life. So yeah. I was on a flight from Rotorua to Christchurch one time. Yeah. And this young guy next to me took his boots off. So he must have finished work, just finished work. And it was so bad. It was so disgusting. Yeah, stinky. And I, I felt rude to ask him to put them back on, but it was terrible. You, put the, you asked was, him to put them back on? No, I didn't. No, oh. no, I felt too rude to do so. Okay, there you go. So Tony's a fan of um, shoes on. Shoes I'm on. I'm saying if the flight's over, say, maybe three hours, it's okay to take your shoes off. But if it's shorter than three hours, keep them on. Michaela is on 0800 <laughs> The Edge right now. Michaela, what do you think? Do you keep your shoes on or can you take them off when you're on a plane? Okay, well, I just had this situation fresh as a couple days ago and Jetstar almost did not let me on their flight because I was not wearing any shoes. 
I think it's okay with that. Oh. Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you I feel about taking, that. You are taking a very casual approach to air travel, turning up with no shoes on, Michaela. <laughs> Can I just say? I was um, actually really sick from travel, and I had been sick on my shoes. Oh, <laughs> this story just gets uh, better and better. I wasn't allowed on my flight with no shoes. <laughs> well, so did you have to go and buy shoes before you could board the plane? No, like honestly, like because I had been sick, like on everything that was on my underneath, and um, so a random girl in the line gave me shoes to go on with. Oh, what wow. a lovely gesture! That's a nice gesture and a very disgusting story. Thank <laughs> you so much, Michaela. <laughs> so, like, you know how there's the lovely fairy tale Cinderella? Well, that's the New Zealand version yeah. right there. So spewing all over my shoes, <laughs> trying to board a jet star flight. <laughs> Someone got some shoes. <laughs> Alan, what do you think? Hello? Alan, what do you think? <laughs> Alan sounds very good. <laughs> Alan sounds like we've called him. Okay, okay. Thanks, Hello. Alan. Okay. He's calling me. Hey, Danny, what do you think? I'm actually pretty biased. See, if it was me, I would definitely take my shoes off. But the second my boyfriend takes his shoes off, it's revolting. He has to put them back on. Oh, yeah. Mm. So like- you find nothing smells in the air? Like, you can do whatever you want and nothing smells. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. been on a plane after everyone's had their meal and then yeah. they just go to sleep and fart up a storm? Yeah, but I, I don't smell anything smells- in a plane. Yeah. yeah. I, I, apparently, yeah. though, when the plane lands, because my uh, cousin is a engineer, mm-hmm. uh, and when you open the door... You apparently you have to spare a thought for the ground staff. Oh. It's like opening a lunchbox with like <laughs> e- like egg inside. Yeah, it's just that's just it's, it's so like it's just all been in a capsule yeah, yeah, yeah. for an extended period of time. It's, it's a hot box of uh, marinating yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, well, there Food you go. So uh, the end result is don't take your shoes off on a plane. Yes, keep them on, you dirty rascal. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Producer Dan in the studio looking at the better bits of the week. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> I like it if Dan sounds comes in like a hype man from yeah. uh, a rap crew, yeah. yeah. No, what's been a high point? For, what's been a high point for Dan Webby this week, our producer? Uh, oh God, what's been a high point? Um, well, it's Thanksgiving today. Maybe you mm. can say what you're thankful for. Mm. Uh, thankful for working with you, Sharon, because you're such a can you lovely, not say? Do you know what he just did? Woman. He just goes. <laughs> I'm thankful for working for, with you, Sharon. But when he said it, he was going between my eyes and my breasts. Oh, no. Not she's, even lying. This is the thing about Not Sharon. Not even lying. This is the thing about Sharon. She wears tops that have like... Stop, 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 talking. Stop talking. Stop talking, man. All right? Just steer at mine. I've got boobies as well, mate. Steer at yeah, mine. Jono and Ben have got things across their breasts. You're not staring at theirs, yeah. are you? I was trying to read what it says. What this says is a whole lot of complaints in a trip to HR. Okay. All right, Dan, with the better bits of the week, it might be his last. We start this week with the time we embarrassed Sharon, Jono and Ben completely fabricated a dream she had. What about the sexy dreams you have about Dean, who works here at the edge? I've never had a sexy dream. Yes, you have. You said. No, I haven't. And then you can't look him in the eye the next day. You you come to work and you can't look him in the eye. That's what you tell us. You guys say this every... We're giving it now to talk about it if you want. Stop making it. Stop making things up. Anyway, Anyway, so I had a dream. Not about Dean. (laughs) Did you Um, I had a dream... Not about deep. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't about deep. Wednesday we had Rita Ora on the phone and we played a game of true or false. If the facts were true, John and Ben had to do a shot of hot sauce. Rita, first up, we're going to, whoever, uh, we'll, we'll choose Ben to do the first shot this time. Okay. Rita, 
Is it true that your name is spelled R-I-T-A? Oh, don't not. Yes. Oh, oh, that's a on, bad man. start. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, Let Yeah, all that. All that spicy. Okay, next up, Jono, this is your one. Okay. Rita Ora, is it true that you own over 150 pairs of sneakers? That is also true. Oh, down it goes, Rob. Yes. Okay, is it true your fans are called <laughs> the Rita Bots? <laughs> That is true. I mean, you guys are legends for this because it's very vinegary, so enjoy it. Lovely talking with you, Rita Ora. I'm crying. I'm literally, I've got tears coming down my face. We had a lot of weird calls this week as well. There was this guy who ate some really old food. A trifle been in the fridge for three and a half weeks. It was way at the back on the bottom shelf. Oh, Kev, how did that go for you? Scooped the cream off. I put new cream on it. It was nice. And if that wasn't bad enough, there was this guy that hardly ever changes his undies. I'll wear my undies. I'll stick my new undies on on a Monday. I wear them all the way to Sunday, then put them in the wash. Um, are you do, what? do you mean like you don't change it? No, not for non um Sunday. So I'll put them on on a Monday with my clothes, and then just wear them all the way to a Sunday, and then change them on Sunday. So, yeah, I take oh no, I take them off when I have a shower, then I put them back on, and I'll sleep, with, sleep with them during the night. Yeah. But boys get so sweaty down there. I haven't really noticed, eh? Hey? Yeah. If you don't notice. Who cares? That's what I say. And finally this week, Ben and Sharon wanted to punish Jono for saying a naughty word on air. And they made him eat an old bar of soap complete with three weird-looking hairs on it. Dan, our producer, look at the soap he's bought in. Here, it's got it's hairs got a, it's on it, It's got a Dan. massive pube on it. <laughs> don't do it. No, don't. Oh! Don't. 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 Bite it. Don't. Bite it. Don't. Bite it. Don't. Don't. Ben's gone under the desk, he can't watch. Oh, it's just chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just white chocolate. <laughs> they were actual pubes, though. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. They're passed up and ready to blow. Jono, Ben and Sharon's $30,000. Ultimate class cannon. Brothers. Yes, very shortly we're going to be loading up some cash cannons with $30,000, letting them loose somewhere in New Zealand, thanks to our mates at Hallenstein Brothers, the home of the high-performance suit. You can head to theedge.co.nz right now or head to your local uh, Hallenstein Brothers to enter. And what we're going to do is we're going to come to your city. We're going to come to the city that gets the most votes with $30,000 in the ultimate cash cannon. And just by voting for your town as well, you are in the drawer to win one of the uh, 20 spots that are nice and close right up the front. Yeah, so today I had to put the, the money where my uh, mouth is, where, in fact, where the plane was, because Literally. I came up with an idea, skydive over the winning city or town, unload the cash cannon from a skydive. So we're in the air, thousands of feet, boom, fire it over the whole town. The kids would love it. Fun for the whole family. It's going to People be mauling each other in the streets for a $5 note. Uh, and so I apparently had to prove myself. So today yeah. we went to Auckland Skydive in Parakai and, uh, and met up with Aaron, uh, the man who was going to be strapping himself to me. And so we have Aaron here from Skydive Auckland. <laughs> Hello. Do we do a shaka? Okay, this is this is this will be a shucker industry. My shucker quota today. <laughs> have you th- have you thrown anything from a great height while you've been skydiving? We have, yes. Skateboards, darts. Really? Yep. BMX bikes. Okay. Never money though. Okay, all right. So, what's your wow. in your professional opinion? What could happen today? Uh, we could just lose a lot of money. Yeah, right. Well, thankfully, this is counterfeit cash. <laughs> and do you know who made it? 
Tom McKenzie. <laughs> his name, you can email him tom.mckenzie at mediaworks.co.nz He's going to love that. If the Department of Internal Affairs is watching this, <laughs> very it's authentic. Fake. It's fake, but it is $30,000 worth of $50 notes and Jono is going to drop it yeah. uh, from his skydive with Aaron, so it's either going to go great or terrible. If it goes then, terrible, it's eliminated as an option for the ultimate cash. So that was the setup. I jumped in the plane. You guys were going to act as the uh, the prize winners and wait on the ground for the cash to fall yes. to you. Yes, and we did. We had a great time waiting for you oh, as well. Oh, so much fun. 13, so we go up in this tiny little plane. Oh, let's make it all about you. We're going to okay, talk about what fine. we did, but that's fine. Don't worry about what it. Tell us about it. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, it's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. Go. 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 Tell us more about your plane. No, tell us what you did about your plane. <laughs> yeah. no, it's just the whole No, breaks. we care about is the plane. <laughs> it's just centred around skydiving and you're kind of veering off into other areas. No, it's fine. Do your thing. Talk about what you did in the plane and skydiving. So we went on the plane there's a whole lot of skydiving students who are all like I felt like I was part of a skydiving movie you know those ones where it's like all before they all go out they all fist bump each other and stuff yeah. I was like I feel so cool the only thing that doesn't make me cool is I'm the only one who's strapped to another person <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so we went out with uh, with Aaron strapped to me 13,000 feet above the air and the audio high quality you can hear everything moment you're flipping over yourself just spinning round and round Ooh. feel like you're going to go out of control you took so long to come down too oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just there to do a job, but no, you decided to enjoy the beautiful view as well. Sorry, but next time I'll make skydiving a little quicker for you. <laughs> near, I'm nearing you to I'm about 100 metres above you. Ooh. Oh, he's doing a circle. He's coming. He's, he's coming circling. Down. Here he comes. Okay. Jordan. 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 Three down. Three down. Okay, here we go. Cash. 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 Okay, so where we are and where the cash is, not that close. <laughs> <laughs> the cash, to be fair, the cash came down and blew three or four hundred metres away to the left. And do you know what we then had to do? Go and pick up all of the notes. Oh, that was degrading. <laughs> well, it was very like degrading. A, felt like a stripper after it had been making, you know, you know, they make it rain and then everyone has to go around and pick up the money. Yeah, so anyway. it, was, it was a terrible idea. Okay, it was a fail. Maybe you should have known from the outset. Well done, you guys were right. So back to the drawing board. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Today is uh, Thanksgiving in America, right? I've never... Um, being born in America, I've never celebrated Thanksgiving. It seems like a um, travesty, what? doesn't it? I celebrate it. I think I've celebrated it for eight years now because mm. uh, my friend Ellie is from America, and it's the one thing that she misses from living in America. Right. And so every year uh, we do Friendsgiving, and it is my favourite meal of the year. And we full Friendsgiving, it's a nice idea. yeah. So Friendsgiving, the pun doesn't work. Friendsgiving like is. If you're going to have an event, you... the pun's got to work. But pranks, pranksgiving, you all do pranks on each other. No, we don't. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Have you not heard of Friendsgiving before? Spanksgiving. It's you all turn you up do... in Spanks. Yeah, you do yeah. Thanksgiving all together. Tom but... Hanksgiving. <sighs> You'll watch Tom Hanks movies. This is why no one invites you to Friendsgiving. <laughs> and Friendsgiving is when you have Thanksgiving with friends, you loser. <laughs> You'd know that if you had some friends. Me and Ben will do Pranksgiving, won't we, brother? <laughs> That's right. Well, good. We'll have a fun time pulling each other's pants down. <laughs> How is that any different to the rest of your year? It's no different. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we're going to play a little bit of a game now. Speaking of Pranksgiving. That's what we should just call this next segment, Pranksgiving. <laughs> We're going to phone America, and uh, each of us have to test. I know how great we are at accents. We're terrible at accents. At American accents. So we've got to try and continue the conversation alternating American accents, okay? Oh. Hello? Hello? 
Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Uh, just wondering if I could uh, book a room for the weekend. One second. <clears throat> I was hoping that I could get a double room with two beds so I don't have to sleep with my brother. <laughs> sure. Well, we're just looking at maybe the Wednesday. Uh, what's the going weight on the Wednesday? The going weight? Wednesday. And when would you like to leave? How many nights would you like? Mm, probably two nights, so I'd leave on Friday. Can we be honest with you? Mm-hmm. Can we be honest? It's John O'Ben and Sharon. We're calling from a country called New Zealand, and we were trying to do our most convincing American accents. Oh, okay. I kind of—it's not quite American, but. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your okay? What was your first thought? Who did you think had the best one? Did you think this was the best one? Why, well, howdy! I want to book me a hotel room. Or did you think it was this one? We. I would like you to come on down on Wednesday. Well, I'm not taking any of this. This is the best voice right here. <laughs> Every Everyone doesn't sound that country <laughs> here. So, um, I mean, it sounds pretty good. Sounds like you guys are from down south a little bit. So. Okay. Well, might, might I say, you're probably doing the most convincing of all the American accents right now. <laughs> Yours, is Yours is very convincing. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. What are you doing? Um, at work. <laughs> oh. Go and have it. Go and choke a turkey or whatever you do. Choke a turkey. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, you've been an absolute superstar. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Same to you. Hi, New Zealand. All the way from Alabama. Woo! Thank you, guys. Yes. Well, if we're ever in Alabama, we'll make sure we come and stay at your hotel. Please do. You're more than welcome. Oh, you're great. See you, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. John O'Brien and Sharon. The We've got a fascinating guy joining us in the studio right now. His name is Sam. He's called the Barter Barter. The Barter Barber. Thanks for popping in. Thank you for having me. What's your What's your deal, mate? What do you uh, do? So we travel around. We've got a 1971 Bedford that we live in. And we um, go around cutting hair. And we swap goods and services for haircuts rather than money. And we use that time to talk to men about mental health, communication, oh. and suicide prevention. Oh, good. Wow, awesome. that's what awesome. What, what, what made you decide to do this? The noble deed. Um, I just got over the fiscal system. That was right. a big part of it. Yeah. So I thought that trade would be a good way. And I'd lost a few friends to a suicide. So I was like, we need to talk. As guys, we need to talk. So your whole life, you don't spend money, you just barter. And that's just how you barter. survive. Yeah, that is yeah. really so interesting. It's like um, if I give somebody a haircut, they might have some food or maybe a petrol voucher or something like that. We just keep on continuing. and. If so when was the last time you yourself actually paid money for something? Oh, this morning. Oh, right. So you yep. do you, you use money. I, I use money when it comes past me, but um, it's not often. And you, and you take your dog with you as well? Yeah. Because so your dog's sitting on your lap right now. Yeah. He's, he goes absolutely everywhere with me. It's, um, it's really good for when we're having these conversations to be able to have a dog there to pet. He kind of calms people down. It's, uh, so you talk, about, you talk about uh, mental health with your customers yeah. who, who come in. What, what, do you, what do you talk about? Well, we talk about how we talk as guys because uh, a lot of us guys have problems with articulating how we're feeling. So we just talk about ways that we can talk and a lot of that is just going out and doing something. You know, being busy with our hands because we don't sit across from each other and have a cup of tea and go, honey, I'm having a really bad problem. Um, we have to go out, we go surfing, we go hunting, we fix a car. And we use that time to communicate and go, bro, are you okay? And that's, that's pretty much what we do. 
Wow. wow. So how long have yeah. you been doing this? We've been on the road for a year so far. Wow. Um, we've got another two years ahead of us. Have you had days where you've thought, okay, this is this, this is not going well, I'm sleeping in the car tonight, this is not what I signed up for? Yeah, well, I sleep in the car every night. Okay, um, so, so, okay, so that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wanting to say to Sam, Ben? Are you saying he's made a, a wrong life no, decision? I'm just wondering if he's obviously, there's been, there's been good there's, days and bad days, there, right? There are, there yeah. are. And there's swings and roundabouts. You know, there's days that I'm going through finding 10 cents on the pavement to try and buy a pie. Wow. Um, but then there's other days that we have, you know, 100 kgs of food that we have to go and give to the food bank because we've just had so much blessing on us. So it's a real, real, and yeah. as you say, swings and roundabouts. Um, at the moment, the van's broken down, but we were, um, we had an investor call us the other day and go, hey, I'd love to put a new engine in it. So that's the swing and that's the roundabout. Wow, that's, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah. What's wow. the strangest thing that you've been given in your whole bartering situation? Um, there was a massage that I didn't take. What? Oh, really? Yeah, really? That's a, yeah. okay. Yeah, that probably be... Okay, we don't need to see anymore. What's the craziest thing you've seen on the road, just quickly? Craziest thing I've seen? There's been a couple of nights where we've been in the absolute middle of nowhere, like going into like forestry blocks, because right. you can get a nice, good night's sleep out there. Um, and just seeing lights, that's, that's the craziest thing. Yeah, oh, right. like aliens. It's, it's more than once. It's really? Wow. Seeing lights yeah. com, coming around the, the van. And it's, uh, it's all, wow, oh, so wow. you're like a big alien believer now. No, not at all. Oh. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, I'm calling it a UFO because that's unexplained. Well, where, how do people like keep track of what you're doing and like where you're going to be so they can uh, come down and get a haircut from you and stuff? Hey, facebook.com slash thebarterbarber is a really good way to keep in contact with us. Mm. Um, we're up in Auckland this week. Um, we're going to be at Automania and Big Brown Industries. Uh, over the weekend and uh, Junk and Disorderly this Sunday. Wow. Um, and then we're back down around the Coromandel for the next couple of months, which is a terrible time of year, obviously. <laughs> it's oh, time, mate. In a bed for <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's amazing. We can't wait uh, Can't wait to see, like, all your travels and stuff and what you're doing is amazing. So thank you on behalf of everybody hey, for doing such you. an important thing in our country. Yeah, hey, that's thanks, a great guys. thing you're doing. John Ben and Sharon. We just had a very fascinating guy in the studio. His name is Sam. He's the Barter Barber. So we travel around. We've got a 1971 Bedford that we live in, and we um, go around cutting hair, and we swap goods and services for haircuts rather than money. And we use that time to talk to men about mental health, communication, oh. and suicide prevention. Awesome, awesome charity, and he's in Auckland at the moment. Uh, and if you would like to uh, follow him, just look up the Barter Barber on Facebook. Mm. Um, but something happened during yeah. the interview that we couldn't bring up while Sam was in here because it would be way too awkward. Was that Jono? <laughs> Was sitting in his chair. Like, mid interview. So, like, Jono, if you, don't know, if you don't know the position of where Jono is in the studio, like when a guest come in, they're looking directly at Jono. Like, yeah. They're straight in front of each other. And eye to eye, eye contact is how I prefer my interviews. That's great. Steer them down. And because usually you're looking at the person, you're listening and stuff, all three of us, Ben, our guest Sam, and I, were staring at Jono while he leaned back very far. Yeah. To grab his bag. You could see him sort of rummaging under the under the table for a little bit and he came back out with his backpack. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's got his backpack. He needs to get something out in the middle of this interview. <laughs> so he gets his backpack out and then he very clearly gets his wallet out. <laughs> yep. Has a look inside and, and sees there's some, some cash inside. We were like, oh, at that stage, I'm thinking, Jono's going to give this lovely guy, Sam, who's, who's but no money going around the country, cutting men's hair. He's going to give him some money. It's going to be a lovely moment because he's obviously got cash. You saw Sam's face light up like, oh, I've got petrol money. This is amazing. I can feed my feed myself tonight. But then Jono didn't give him any money and then just puts his wallet down 
next to the desk and we all just stared at it like, why did you get your wallet out mid-interview with this guy that literally works for donations and then you didn't give him a donation? In front of his face. <laughs> thanked him for coming in, he left. And we're like, what was all that about? The entire room knew exactly what you were doing and, and Jonah just didn't give the guy any money. Do you want to know the truth? Yeah. What? Because he was talking about, you know, getting food and stuff. Mm. <laughs> it may be hungry. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind a biscuit out of the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go give him some money now. He hasn't quite left. He's out in reception. Go give him some money. You have to go give him some money now. Yeah, go on. It's a great cause. It is. He's doing a great thing, and you just—you it was like it was like if he had if, well, you if Jono had gone on a forty-hour famine trip, yeah. and then he turned up with a full pizza in front of twenty starving African kids, and he just sat down with twenty slices of pizza and ate all of them in front of the African or kids. Or like scraped it in, into a bin in front of them. When I, <laughs> he was like, "I'm not. Oh, I don't need any more like, food oh, today. Is this not gluten free? Oh, no, no. don't need that." So there you go. Away you go. Go catch him. Go and give us money. You are evil. There you go. I'll He's give him money now. John Ovin and Sharon. The we did this the other day and uh, we thought we'd do it again. It was quite fun. Yeah, new sport of synchronised talking where we uh, the game is we phone a restaurant, try and make a booking while all talking at the same time. <laughs> uh, and if we get to the end of the booking without them saying anything or stopping the phone call, it's a win. Okay, it is. Sharon, you're going to take the lead on this one today. Oh, I reckon I'll be the best at this so far. <laughs> Welcome to Lone Star Topo. You're speaking with Sam. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Great. <laughs> I was just wondering if I could order some of your sexy ribs. Hang on. <laughs> you want me to join him with him, mate. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Got it now. I was like, you're going to sound like a computer. No. no I just, just think your ribs are, are sexy as hell. Oh, my God. You guys are crazy. Cool. <laughs> so, do, do you think, think my ribs are sexy as hell? <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Can I have your name, please, buddy? Oh, oh. oh. Yes. yes. <laughs> Can, Can I make a booking under... under? Oh, you want to make a booking? I thought yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. So, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't match, actually. Cool. For how many people? Three. Three. At what time? Six. Six o'clock. Cool. Because you're in the listing with us, your preference is always first over the walk-ins. Lovely. That, that sounds, sounds great. great. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Looking you forward to tonight. have a, a wonderful, wonderful night. Night. <laughs> Good work, everyone. Successful. Yeah. Sorry about giving. You're hard to follow. Yeah. What? You're hard to follow. Why? M- open your mouth wider next time. <laughs> Be a bit. What? Me. You know what? I'm so I've got braces in and I've got big lips now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, All that was right. fun. That was fun. No one talked about you opening your mouth a bit further. <laughs> How about next time you open your mouth a bit wider? I did. Look, follow along with me. 
Hi there. Hey, Stuart, that <laughs> straight away. It's easy. No. How are you? Mm, okay. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge.